0: Welcome to this podcast. My name is Christoph Rumpel and I'm your host. Before we call it a day, let's talk about Life Coding Failures. So this week I published a new article. It's called 12 Tips for Better Life Coding. And in this article I share, yeah, everything I've learned Five, six years of live coding, so I'm talking about presentation, meetups, but also talking coding or showing code in front of your colleagues at your company, Um, but also for streaming what I've been doing this year quite a lot. And yeah, it turns out I have a lot of experience gained in the last years and a lot to talk about this topic. And I really like how this article turned out. So I thought it would be a good idea to talk about um, this topic here as well, but yeah, from a different angle. So today I want to talk about live coding sessions of me where I failed or where something went wrong. And yeah, just to tell you what are things that can go wrong, how I dealt with them and why I'm still live coding. So. Yeah, let's start with my first experience of live coding. It was in 2015. It was my first talk ever. It was at a meetup in Vienna and I was talking about Laravel 5 and before the real talk, one day before, I practiced a talk with um, the organizer of the meetup because he was helping me with my talk. And he already had said this a few weeks before to me so And never do any live coding, it will only go wrong. Just use slides, it will be much easier. And I thought, yeah, it's a good idea, I will do this. And during this um, preparation demo talk of mine, I was showing an artisan comment in Laravel. So it's a common line comment, and I just wanted to show that I think you can create a resource controller and it will generate this file or something like this. And in my head, this wasn't even live coding it was just showing um, comment line comments So pretty straightforward and I, I didn't think that anything could go wrong but during this demo talk um, I still remember it failed I can remember why it failed but it failed and I was so confused and I didn't know what to do because I didn't know how to fix it I didn't know what else should I do so we stopped the demo talk and yeah, um, we just changed the um, the talk and I removed this part of the talk and we instead used a slide to yeah just explain what the comment does. So for me, it was funny because, yeah, as, I'm, as I told already, I didn't even thought that did, that this was live coding. But yeah, um, it is live coding and all the things that can go wrong will go wrong at some point. Um, at least this could happen. So for this talk, um, it, I'm glad that it was just a demo talk, so the next day I did the talk without showing the, the real comment and everything was okay um, regarding that it was my first talk. So it wasn't perfect, but um, this worked. Okay, the next thing where something went wrong was already a few years later. So after my first talk, I also said to myself, I don't want to do any live coding because yeah, giving a presentation, a talk is already so stressful, especially for me. So I didn't want to yeah, get more stressed out about live coding and all the things that can go wrong. So the next years I only did talks with slides because yeah, I was concentrating on being confident as a speaker and try to yeah be a good speaker just by speaking. And then in 2018, I did a talk at the Cold Motion in Milan in Italy, and it was a talk about Leaweil's notification system. And let me think, so what went wrong? So um, I was showing some of the features of the notification system, and I remember there were some internet issues. So um, of course, normally you would want to do everything locally, what you can do. Because then you don't need the internet and don't run into any issues, and because we all know the internet on conference is not very good, and especially when there are no specific um, connections for the speakers. So if you if you use the same internet as the attendees, this can be a problem. So for me, it was um, I was showing a lot locally, but I was showing some notifications how you can trigger them for slack and maybe twitter as well so when i tried to send one of those notifications, i got an error uh, timed out something I, don't, I can't remember what it was in detail but it was um, related to the internet and these are the situations that you don't want as a speaker because yeah as i mentioned talking is already a lot of pressure and if things go wrong or not your way it's really difficult to handle them. And I, I remember I was super nervous because I didn't know what to do. So I was very lucky in that talk because I tried it a few more times and then suddenly it worked. So um, the internet was then working again and I was able to demo what I wanted to show. But yeah, these are not situations that you want to be in. So I was quite lucky here interesting um, i had another little issue with the same or similar talk also about the level notification system in 2019 at the laricon eu the difference was instead of i think 100 people in milan now at the laricon i don't know there were like five six or seven hundred people in the room so it was yeah quite a big conference and yeah, I had a similar issue also connected to the internet. I'm not sure if it was exactly the same thing, but I wanted to to, so, to show something, maybe sending a Twitter notification or maybe it was Slack as well. But yeah, again, the internet was not working. And yeah, again, this is not a situation that you want to be in, in front of five, six or seven hundred people. Because how do you deal with those situations? You don't practice them at home, and yeah, you can retry and hope that it works again, or you can switch um, to the next thing you want to talk about. But of course, this is also not the best. So what I did in that case was—I um, remember it was at the end of at, a, at the end of my talk, and it was something. I'm not sure what it was but I I remember it was something special and I really want this to make it work and what I did then was I was switching to hotspot on my mobile phone and then tried it again and it worked and in this case it was pretty funny because yeah all the attendees were were feeling with me they were seeing okay I have those internet issues I don't know what to do and Yeah, I think they felt a little bit sad for me because yeah, it was. I wouldn't say it was embarrassing, but it it was just not a nice situation. And then going from this bad situation, find a solution, make it work, and then a lot of applause and people were were happy for me that it worked. I was happy, and it was like a perfect finish to um, a great talk of mine. So in the end, it turned out really well. But again. This is not something you want to be confronted with during a talk. Okay, let me see what's next. 2020. I did a talk at the Laracon Online called Larable Factories Reloaded. And I rem- let, me, let me think. I think this is now one of the first talks where I did really a lot of live coding. So this was about a package of mine called Laravel Factories Reloaded, which um, all the functionality or similar is now included in Level Core itself, which is pretty nice, but back then it wasn't. And yeah, I was just live coding, showing what's the issue and what you can do about it and then how my package could help you. So really a lot of live coding including. And at some point I was running a test and it failed. But the test failed with an issue, with an error message that I I didn't know. So not the ones that I was used to. So I remember this was super stressful because I had really like no idea what this was about. And again, Leracon Online, I think back then also maybe a thousand or even more people watching online. And yeah, this was really hard because I wasn't sure what to do. And I was in between... Um, the live coding session and there was not an easy way to just switch to the next point because I wanted to make a point by showing something and it didn't work and and yeah the strange thing is that I, I had no idea what the error meant and yeah for me it felt like it was like an hour of suffering but I think in the end it was just maybe a few seconds maybe just a minute until I figured out that I added an empty line on one of my files. Yeah, so it seems this was an issue I didn't have the years before because I couldn't remember seeing this error message again. I also can't tell what it was right now. Maybe I need to look it up again and to see what it was. But yeah, um, not a situation you want to be in. And yeah, it's it's also a difficult situation to handle because... You're already nervous, but then something goes wrong and you're even more nervous. And then you have to think about how to solve this. And yeah, this gets much more complicated than when you're just alone and you're by yourself. Okay, next year, also Laricon Online. Yeah, it seems like I'm having issues now with every Laricon Online. So um, this year, I was talking uh, about the service container it was also a talk with I think two live coding sessions so also a lot about live coding but yeah the issue wasn't really about live coding but um, so what happened is I started with my presentation I was explaining what I wanted to do I made some points and then I switched to sharing my screen to um, do some live coding and then Ian Landsman, the host of Larcon Online, just came in and he said, hey, sorry, Christoph, um, we can't see your second screen. So um, if you're currently coding, we can't see it. I was like, oh, okay, that's not good. So what can I do? Stopped sharing the screen, started sharing the screen again. Nope, didn't work. Before the talk, I was switching my resolution. So I got off the call. So this was through, um, through Zoom. Where the conference was held, so I got off Zoom. I tried to change the res- resolution, went back in, we tried it again. Um it seemed to was working. I was talking a few more minutes, and then again Ian came in saying, Christopher, um, yeah, sorry, it's it's still not working. And yeah, so what was going on? I had like no idea, and then we were just trying out different things. I was restarting my computer, I was restarting Zoom. We tried out different solutions, and it was really f- frustrating because I was like ten minutes into my talk, and then now the next five minutes we were just talking about this issue and how to handle this, and I already knew in my head, okay, I won't have enough time now for my talk, even if we're able to fix it, or what happens if we don't able if we're not able to fix this will i will we just stop here and I can't do my talk um won't I get paid then? So these are the things that suddenly appears in your head and of course all the things doesn't make it easier while trying to debug. Um, Ian was also talking to another few people and one um, made a comment about the version of Zoom and if I could try to update it. So then I checked and I see oh yeah there was an, an update for Zoom. I tried this out and then yeah suddenly it was working. So it was about zoom it was um it seems to be connected to my wired internet connection i'm not sure if this is really possible but that's what they said and yeah it's 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 funny a few things came together so there was this update for zoom i didn't see and it wasn't shown to me then i was using a wired internet connection only for this talk because i'm i'm not using this the rest of the year it's so also something that I normally don't do, and somehow this combination turned up in this weird behavior. And yeah, and then we made it work and then I continued with my talk. I think it, it took me a few minutes to get back into the flow but then um, I was back into the talk and my topic and I, um, the conference gave me some more time to finish the talk and yeah, again, I'm really glad it finished out good in the end but yeah these are all things that could go wrong so um again this is not 100 connected to live coding but yeah probably if i only switched to my slide i probably wouldn't have had this issue so yeah i guess it's in the end it still is connected to live coding okay i got one more also this year php day Um, I was talking about Xdebug and PHPStorm and how to use them. And yeah, this was an interesting one. So um, what happened is Xdebug was not working or the whole setup that I wanted to show was at some point not working. So I started with uh, installing the Xdebug extension, then enabling Xdebug for incoming requests, then you have to listen for specific port in PHP Storm. So there are a few things you need to set up and then set a breakpoint and then it should work. And I've I've tested this I think five, six, seven times the whole talk the days before. So I've done this already a dozen times the week before. So yeah, but during my talk it just wasn't happening. I was refreshing the page and then it should go to PHP Storm and stop at my breakpoint, but it didn't do that and yeah I was like okay what's going on what what should I do and I just ran through the list of things that I needed to check I checked each of them and I wasn't able to find the bug and then one of the hosts came in and then he had some ideas on solutions and yeah this is when things get tricky then they say something and maybe try to check this or that and then you have to think about okay how can I do this you're still in the mood everybody's watching you so um, you're getting more nervous and you don't want to embarrass yourself if you don't know how to do this or that solution that others are suggesting. then also interesting the creator of xdebug was also in the audience and he was also sending some um some help how we can do this we we tried a lot of things and yeah at some point I was saying okay I have no idea what's going on all the things are not working all the solutions we had right now so maybe we should switch to a backup video I did of this talk and I just talk over this video because yeah I don't want everybody to be waiting and just watch me um suffering by trying to fix this bug. And the host was, yeah, but maybe let's let's try this. And that again, he was really helpful. And then we found the issue. So um, the issue was that on my machine, um, I was suddenly using different PHP versions for the command line and for the web server. And the moment I saw that the web server was using PHP 7, I already knew what the issue was because yeah I already had this a few times this year. So at some point my computer, I'm not sure when it happens, switches um to a different PHP version on the web server. So if you try to check the PHP version on your command line, you will see the correct one which is PHP 8 in my case, but it was using a different one. And then if you're using a different PHP version you'd have different configuration files. So the things that I have for, set up for Xdebug were not working for the PHP version being used. The good thing is um, the moment we s- I saw this, I, I knew how to change this. I was forcing my local Valet environment to change to the PHP version again, and then it was working. Yeah, again, a very stressful situation not something that you want to deal with during a live presentation. Especially, um, um, it was a conference that I've never been to, so a lot of people, I think, who not know me, watched me. And of course, you don't want to embarrass yourself in front of other people. I think that's just human. And I think it was good that we could work it out together with the help of some others. I also got some comments that it was nice seeing a real issue and then trying to fix it together but yeah still in the end it wasn't ideal for me and i wish it worked out differently but yeah from now on i know what to check if this error happens again and also this is something that i can only learn from okay so these were yeah the talks the situations where i had some issues um before I was doing this podcast as I this episode I thought like yeah I don't have much to tell about life coding fails because in the end everything turned out quite well for me but yeah now that I see the list and um what I have been talking the last I don't know some minutes there were of course some situations where things didn't go as planned and that's what I wanted to share with you So what do you do if those situations happens? Um, That's something that I'm covering in my blog post, 12 tips for better life coding on my website. Um, I will add the link to the show notes and yeah, they also have quite some tips what you can do if one of those situations happens and yeah, how to prepare yourself for life coding as well. Alright, that's about my live coding fails. I don't hope that this um, list grows the next year, so I hope it stays the same. But yeah, you never you never know live coding is always something special and there will be more errors than doing slides, but still I love live coding and it just gives you this this real insight of how something works and how someone is working, how a developer is working. Also this week I joined the GitHub sponsors program so if you go to my sponsor site let me just check it's github.com sponsors slash Christoph Humpel. I will also share it in the show notes um, yeah you can now sponsor my open source work like my podcast my blog um, the Lero streamers platform that I'm building the last weeks and also my YouTube live stream so if you like to help me to spend more time on these projects please check out my sponsor page all right that's it for this week for this episode um yeah i hope you can learn something from this and yeah please check out the article about live coding which i think is pretty nice have a great day and see you the next time